0: Creating create the prayer culture for God, prayer online podcast, amen. We truly thank God for everyone arriving again, amen, from this morning, praise be to God, such an awesome time that we have had this morning, amen, hearing this awesome testimony from the saints of God, from my little nephew, amen, Carter Alexander Hayes, all the way up, amen, to his dad, praise be to God, to, to sister uh, Chantel Green, praise be to God, and sister, amen, Stephanie Henry, amen, we thank God, amen, for all the testimony that was mentioned this morning, amen, because they're overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word yeah. of our testimony, amen, so we are so delighted this afternoon, amen, as we gather every Thursday, amen, for our Thursday night, wisdom call, Bible study, praise be to God, where we all gather together as one, and unite as one, praise be to God, amen, while we are all being quarantined, and, uh, you know, in our houses, praise be to God, amen, we continue, amen, to be safe, we continue to wash our hands, continue to be obedient to the laws of the land, praise be to God, continue to wear our masks, continue to put our gloves on and wash our hands and continue to wash our hands, praise be to God, hallelujah, but we thank God, amen, that we always have an opportunity together each and every day, amen, every morning, 6 o'clock a.m., praise be to God, to come together as one, amen, to unite as one, to continue to pray, Praise be to God for things that happen in the earth. Praise be to God because I tell you, saints of God, things are truly moving in the atmosphere. God is truly making things work. Amen. good, Even though we're faced with some trials and tribulations, and amen, even though we may have to suffer sometime, praise be to God, because suffer produces steadfast, amen, and we thank God, amen. That The suffering that we're doing, Amen, that we're going through, Praise be to God, is always working out for our good, according to the Book of Romans, chapter eight and twenty-eight, when He said that all things work together for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose, Amen. So that is that is hot news, Amen, unto tonight. Praise be to God, as God has given me this spiritual word, Praise be to God, to give to His people, Amen, that we may always learn and grow. Praise be to God in the Word of God, that we may be steadfast, Amen. Because suffering does produce a step And that's where we are right now. We're coming from a real good place right now, thanks of God. Amen. God is doing a great work in ministry. Praise be to God. The ministry that we have for the creating the prayer culture for God, by God. Amen. For his people, praise be to God, all over the world. We're reaching the hearts and the minds of all of God's people, not just only here in the United States, where we're getting at least 99% of our listeners, praise be to God, but there is a a 1%, amen, of listeners that is from all seven continents, praise be to God, and almost 72 to 82 countries all over the world, amen, who are hearing amen, the message that is going across the atmosphere, they're hearing your testimony, hearing your prayer, they're hearing your crying and your weeping unto the Lord, amen, they're hearing the love, amen, and you're sharing, amen, all of the goodness, praise be to God, you're not being selfish, but you're coming together, amen, so that God's people may hear what does said the Lord? Amen. Out of the, prophet, the prophet's and prophetess' mouth. Amen. So we truly thank God. We give honor to all of our listeners. Praise be to God who continue to tune in. Amen. Join us. Praise be to God anytime. Praise be to God. 6 o'clock in the morning. Praise be to God. We have Tuesday night, Bible uh, study. Praise be to God. Led by Pastor Lester Hayes. Amen. And also Wednesday night. Praise be to God. We always come together on Wednesday night for our power of prayer, amen, when we pray the Lord's Prayer. Praise be to God, and this prayer is going out, amen, because we're praying until something's happening, amen. We're believing in the power of the prayer, because he said the prayers of the righteous are better than money. So we thank God, amen, and of course, right now, where we're at right now in a real good place on Thursday night at 7.30, every Thursday night, amen. we are never cease the moment, amen. We're taking advantage of the opportunity every Thursday night. We are always getting together, coming together, on the Thursday night wisdom call, amen. And there is a fresh organic word that is always coming across, amen. And it's not the same pastor, amen. I know some of you all probably be looking, well, you know, I'm not gonna get on tonight because, you know, pastor is not preaching tonight. My favorite pastor is not teaching tonight. But we're all all right with that, amen, because we're all flowing from the same mountain. Amen, Uh, uh, rivers of living water, amen, the fountain is coming forth, praise be to God. But we just truly thank God, amen, you get on, praise be to God, you get on and you learn and you teach, amen, what's said the Lord, amen, and continue to join us each and every day, every morning, 6 o'clock a.m. But we just want to put that out there, amen, so that those out there, amen, who have uh, any ideas of, you know, when have we started praying, praise be to God. We're not just praying just because the pandemic is going on or just because there's riots that's going on in our, in the cities up there, praise be to God. But we've been praying each and every day. And I tell you, thanks to God, because of the prayers of the righteous is the reason why we are coming from a real good place right now, amen? Because we are truly content on what we already have. We have everything that we need. Amen. We got God, and that's all that we need. We got Jesus who is in our life. Praise be to God. And we are reaching many souls that we can for Jesus Christ. So I come to you all tonight. Praise be to God. As Pastor Eric. Praise be to God. Pastor Eric Davis. Amen. Out of Morning Conference, Worship, for Christ Ministry. Me and my wife, Pastor Stephen, We pastor. Amen. The ministry. Praise be to God. But it's not our ministry. It's God's ministry. Praise be to God. And we truly thank God for everyone. That joins in every single opportunity, Amen. That uh, that they join in and they listen what does says the Lord, Amen. As I talk to you all tonight, Amen. As I was talking to you all on Tuesday, Amen. Tuesday morning, I was telling you all about spiritual discipline, Amen. And I want to elaborate a little bit more, praise be to God, because I'm going to continue on with this message tomorrow morning. If I don't finish up tonight, praise be to God. I know I won't finish up tonight because God just kept giving me scriptures after scriptures after scripture. I mean, my God, the spirit of the Lord was just upon me, amen, as I was going around today taking care of a few things, amen, with my vehicle maintenance, amen. And I, I would give my oil chain, praise be to God, and I just noticed that everybody was coming. They didn't have no masks on. They had no gloves on. I mean they were swapping spit. I said, My God, I gotta hurry up and get up out of this place. People just just playing, just playing with life, amen. But I thank God, Amen, that I wasn't in that place very long, praise be to God. I had my mask on, I had my gloves on, praise be to God. I if I had a, a face protector, amen, I'd have wore that too. But I thank God, amen, that God give me common sense, amen, that we can always we can go out and get our essential things, but we'll have to always be very wise on what we're doing and what we're around, praise be to God. But I thank God, amen, If I was getting my oil chain, praise be to God, on one of my vehicles, praise be to God, that, you know, is something that I'm going to be touching on tonight about being consistent, amen, and I, I, I looked at the mileage on my vehicle, praise be to God, and I thank God that it's paid off, amen, I've had it seven complete years. it's going on eight years, and it got 259 thousand miles on it, yeah. and I tell you, saints of God. If you see it today, amen, it looks like it just came off the lot, amen. Why? Because I keep consistency, amen. I take care of what God blessed me. I don't worship materialistic things, but I take care of them, amen, because I see, it, amen, if you take care of the thing that God bless you with, amen, it can go, amen, it can continue to have longevity, praise God. I was just so blessed by the mechanic when he began to start changing my oil and, you know, changing my tires and rotating and balancing my tires and getting ready to put new brake shoes on. And he was saying, my God, man, this right here, this business is in, in top shape. Amen. He said, I don't know what you've been doing, but just keep doing it. Amen. I said, well, you know, I always get the oil change. I don't wait till the check engine light come on. I don't wait till the oil light come on. To go get it changed. I don't wait till the gas light uh, to come on to go and put some gas in it. Amen. I always take care of my big. I keep it clean inside as well as outside. Amen. I know some of you all probably say, well, you know, I just don't have time for that. Amen. But I, I, I say that, amen, because you have to take care of the things that God gives you. Amen. And don't take advantage of those things. Praise be to God. And you see that those things last. Amen. I had this truck for seven years, seven complete years. I bought it brand new, it had 10 miles on it, and I have put all of 259,000 miles on this vehicle, and it is still in the best shape, amen, best shape of some of these other vehicles that they are selling around here, but I thank God, because I've been consistent, amen, and I haven't been worshiping, I don't just wash it, amen, when I think it's going to rain the next day, and I got to hurry up and put it in the garage. I don't want to get no dirt on the armor All, amen. No, I don't worship a bus. I don't worship a materialistic stuff. But I just want to say that that I be consistent, Amen, on what God bless me. Anything that God gives me, amen. Because the word of God says, every perfect and good gift come from above. So I thank God, Amen, that we can be consistent, Amen. That's what I'm gonna be talking to everyone tonight about remaining consistent, Amen. Consistent in the things of God, Amen. consistent, Consider the fact Amen. That we're facing a pandemic right now, still, amen. And our nine states have reached the number. Well, over a hundred thousand of lives uh, have died from this uh, COVID-19. Praise be to God. But I thank God, amen. That there is more lives that being saved. Praise be to God. And we just continue to pray, amen. That people don't be so ignorant by jumping back out there, opening up the doors, shaking hands, hugging, squeezing, and kissing, and just pushing on all this disease and, and calamity and infirmity on those out there who are trying to do right my god in the name of jesus so i truly thank god amen for tonight's lesson amen and i know you will be blessed also i'm not going to be with you tonight, praise be to god amen i'm gonna stay within the time limit but i will continue tomorrow morning but i want to talk to you all tonight amen how can we as believers stay pure in a contaminated environment amen and what i mean by that amen we as true believers of christ amen we know that we're surrounded by a cloud of darkness and evilness. The, the earth is full with gross darkness and, it, and evilness, amen, and there's gross darkness over the people. And we as believers, amen, we got to live in this world, praise be to God. I got some people, my wife, I got family members that still are known as essential workers, and you do too, amen. They have to go back to work. They have to be involved, amen, in the people's lives and the jobs. Some of them are saved. Some of them say they say saved. Some of them. Stayed, some of them Say they sanctified some of them say they can speak in the heavenly language. But this is uh this is an opportunity, amen, that God has sent us out like sheep among the wolves, amen, to live in a contaminated environment. Because we know before we get to our workplace, amen, we know that the environment is contaminated. But if we declare the word of God over the atmosphere, before we even arrive to that job, amen, we can shake up our hornet amen, we can shake up the devil, praise be to God, he flee in the name of Jesus, amen, and the only way, amen, that we can live in a contaminated environment is by reading God's word and doing what his word says, amen? Hear me tonight. How can we as believers stay pure in a contaminated environment, yeah, by reading God's Word and doing what it says. Amen. It's awesome to read the Word, but you got to do what the Word says. Amen. If the Word of God says, and I know it does, according to the book of Philippians chapter 4 and 13, thank you, my nephew, little Carter, amen, that I can do all things through Christ that scriptures me. That comes from the book of Philippians chapter 4 and 13. Amen. If that's what the Word says and that's what it says, that's what it says. God is a doer of His Word. God to stand firm and believe, amen, stand fast, amen, be unmovable, amen, if God said it, that's enough to know he's already done it, so that's how that we can prevent from being contaminated from all of this evilness and darkness, uh, the weapon of warfare is not carnal, we're not fighting a carnal warfare, as I told you all before, amen, we're not fighting against flesh and blood, but we're fighting against the spiritual wickedness and principalities. Of the dark and heavenly places, amen? So we got to think about this thing, amen, in the spirit. If I take you all, amen, first book I'm going to take you all to is the book of Psalms, chapter 119 and 9, amen? The book of Psalms, chapter 119, verse 9. That's the book of Psalms, chapter, amen? The book of Psalms, 119, amen, Psalm with verse 9. Praise be to God. Amen. It said, how can a young man stay pure? That's a question mark. How can a young man stay pure? As I gave you all the title of this message tonight, how can we as believers stay pure in a contaminated environment? How can a young man stay pure? By obeying your word, amen? His word, God's word. His word never ends, amen? It's always long lasting. It never has an end to it. God is the beginning and he is the end. There's always... They're always God, amen. God is in control of everything and how that we can control our behavior, our, 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 our reaction, or how we conduct ourselves. We as two believers are supposed to conduct ourselves accordingly, amen. we supposed to be quick to listen according to the book of James chapter 1 and 19. Quick to listen, slow to respond, slow to get angry, amen. You can only do that by obeying God's word. Thank you, God or goes on to say in verse 10, I have tried hard to find you. And David said, don't let me wander from your commandments. Amen. In situation that we have heard, amen, thank God, amen, brother Alex, amen, is still living with us, praise be to God. I thank God, amen, for his testimony. I thank God that his testimony has truly set free, amen. The captives, amen, for all our truck drivers out there, praise be to God, for all the ones out there who are essential workers, amen, even those, amen, who have to get on the road each and every day, they have to cross those railroad tracks, amen. I thank God, amen, that this young man, praise be to God, he learned how to control his reaction. He learned how to control his behavior. Amen. He didn't fly off on a tantrum. Praise be to God. Even when the enemy was gnashing teeth at him, they was going at him. They was trying to to belittle him. They was calling him all kinds of names. Uh, names that 400 years ago, as he stated, my God. But he he found a way, Amen, in God's word to retain his behavior. To Retain his strength, amen. Retain that flesh from launching out, amen, and taking revenge. And as David said here, I have tried hard to find you. Don't let me wander from your commandments. And this is why we say you got to keep that word near you, thank God, amen. That's the only way that you can resist the enemy, my God. He said, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Amen. Who is he talking to? He's talking to God. Amen. Keep that word in your heart. You heard us say it over and over again. Amen. I, I know that's one of my favorite scripture, other than Isaiah chapter 26 and 3. The word that I hid in my heart that I shall not sin against God. And that's how we as believers can stay, amen, pure in a contaminated environment. By reading God's word and doing what his word says and keeping that word in our heart, thanks to God. Even when we're going to sleep at night, amen. Pray the prayer, amen. Pray the prayer of putting the whole arm of God of protection around you, around your family, amen. Around your house or around your yard, my God. Because we're not fighting a flesh warfare. We're fighting a spiritual warfare in the enemy. Amen, of this world, the God of this world has already blinded the minds of the unbelievers. So we ain't getting no help out there from the enemy. So don't turn to the enemy for no help because he don't he don't come to help. He come to steal, kill, and destroy. But the only way that you can stay pure is by keeping that word in your heart. My God, in the name of Jesus, keep that word in your heart so that when a situation and circumstance do come up, amen, you do not fall prey to the enemy. Because you will have that word in your heart, amen, so that you do not sin against God. So you do not launch out and and, and, and go off on a tantrum and, and and they done got up under your skin and you can't take it no more. You done draw the, sand, the line in the sand, amen, and you want to take revenge. But remember, God said revenge is mine. My God, remember, you are a spiritual warrior. My God, you have discipline. Praise be to God. As I gave y'all the definition of discipline last week, praise, I'm sorry, for this week. On Tuesday, Amen. About discipline, Amen, is to punish and penalize for the sake of enforcing obedience and perfecting more character to train or develop by instruction and exercise, especially in self-control. We have to learn how to self-control ourselves, Amen. We learn how we learn how, Amen, to keep that word in our heart so that we do not sin against God. Thanks God, Amen. So, how can we as believers stay pure? In a contaminated environment, by reading the word and doing what it says. My God, Jesus said, don't don't only be a listener of the word, be a doer of the word. My God, in the name of Jesus, do what the word tells you. Praise be to God. If the word of God says, amen, according to the book of Philippians chapter 4 and 19, that my God will supply all of my needs according to his riches in glory, through Christ Jesus. That's what it says, amen. So we're going to stand on God's word, amen, according to Psalms, chapter 46 and 10. It says, be still and know that I am God. Mm, mm, mm. Be still and know that I am God. That's the book of Psalms, chapter 46 and 10, amen, because you know if God said it, that's enough to know that he's already done it. Why? Because he's the same God as today today. Yesterday and forevermore. He always will be God. There is no changing with God, amen. God will always be God, and we got to stand firm on his unchanging word, amen. His word, amen. His voice, praise be to God. God is a leader, my God. He is an effective leader, amen. And he knows what's best for his children, my God. That's why he said that he never changes. He never changes, my God, in the name of Jesus, because he always, amen. Always knows the right answer. He always has the end of it. Amen. He already knows the end of a thing is better than the beginning of a thing. And that's why we got to continue to be steadfast, unmovable, always obeying. Amen. Always obeying the word of the Lord. Amen. So it means, amen, steadfast. I'm giving the definition. It means that in trials and tribulation, hear I me? Mean? In trials and tribulation and sorrow, you know that you serve. The all-sufficient God who is stronger than anything in this world. My God, this pandemic ain't got nothing on God. AIDS ain't got nothing on God. HIV ain't got nothing on God. No disease, calamity have anything on God. Jesus looked at them, amen, and by he's looking at them, amen, and spoken a word in their life, they rose up from the dead of affliction. My God, he's prayed, amen, that Nazareth rose from the dead. My God. Because nothing, nothing should be able to separate us from the love of God. I don't care how much things happen. I don't care what trials and tribulations tribulation comes along, amen. Nothing should be able to separate you from the love of God. You can go to the book of Romans chapter 8, amen. Read that whole entire book of Romans chapter 8. And it will tell you that nothing should be able to separate you from the love of God. Watch this. Be on your guard, amen. The definition is also a sin fast. Be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, be men of, of curse, be strong, according to the book of First Corinthians, chapters 16 and 13, amen, and as soon as we recognize thoughts of fear, doubt, disencouragement, anxiety, or temptation, we have to choose to guard our minds against the deception of the enemy and choose to think God's thoughts instead, amen. Think of, those, think, think of those things that are high above, amen. Think of those things that are seated in the high places where God is, praise be to God. Think of those things, amen, When Jesus is seated at the right hand of authority of our Lord and Savior, mighty God. He's seated at the right hand of God, amen, in the seat from you and I, amen. And think about, amen, think about all the things that Jesus had to endure. So that we may live forever, so that we may have eternal life from him, my, my God, through him, my God, because he risked his whole life, amen. He became the ransom for sin, amen, because the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. If you stand up to someone, like someone, amen, that, that come up to you, amen, As I was, this to uh, brother Alice, amen, his testimony on the bench that he had to go through. Someone that is that pig-headed, arrogant, talking loud, want to be seen, want to be wonderfully known, want to make a name for themselves, amen, will even take their own hands and stuff to try to get you, amen, to cuss and try to get you to go and get a gun and try to get you to go get a weapon to retaliate. If you stand up to someone in this personality, you can expect them to respond, amen? Praise be to God. If you be there, just like Brother Alice did, amen? He was calm, cool, and collected. Reminded me when I was in Afghanistan, the war. I know y'all probably said, my goodness, he keeps talking about uh being in the army. I can't have it. I did 22 years, so it's in it. Praise be to God. But I remember, amen, when I was we was doing a, a mission, praise be to God, and we was going out for two weeks and we was we was living, amen, in an area where the Taliban, amen, they was they was very fierce, amen. They was bald headed, they had fights. Fight fears, and they love to fight, Amen. They love to shoot at American soldiers, and so we had to go down there for two weeks, Amen, to do a recon. And throughout the whole entire time, my God, you know that that was a a, a place, Amen, where they had kept uh, weapons there, where they was using these weapons and laying the road to blow up American soldiers and the coalition forces, Amen. But I thank God, Amen, that we found that cashier, praise be to God, and during that whole time, Amen, while we was getting ready to. To go up there and assess the situation that was going up there, amen. The enemy started engaging fire, amen. I can talk about those things now because that was then, but this is now. But I thank God that I'm living to be able to talk about those things, amen, because I was in a firefight, my God, and I had so, and that I had trained. Praise be to God with discipline, Amen, and respect and loyalty, amen. They were consistent in their in their obedience, praise be to God. And we was able, Amen, to remain calm, Amen. And after everything was said and done, after we had uh uh you know, took out the telephone, took out the enemy, praise be to God, and we was able to uh gather up all the weapons and destroy them. My God, everybody, we had uh, what we call the after-action review. We talk about what happened, what should have happened, what could have happened, what can we do next time to make sure, amen, that we can do better. And everybody was just so uh, applaud, amen, because I was calm, cool, and collected because I was a platoon sergeant and I had to call in a nine-line medevac, which is a medical evaluation of the helicopters that come, amen, or, or vehicles that come to pick up the wounded, amen, and I was calm, cool, and collected, even in the midst of a firefight, even in the midst of a storm. I got bombs going all over me from the left to the right. I don't know what's going to happen, but I remain calm, cool, and collected, amen, and they were so appalled by that, but that's how I got trained, my God, I went all over the place, got a brain brain running all over the place, what we going to do, how we going to do it, no, I was being calm, cool, and collected, so that's how I am right now, in the spirit, amen. I don't get so wind up because things are going on. I'm seeing people running out of store with, with TVs and, and, and comforters and, and shirts and clothes. I don't get all spun up on that, amen, because I know that the judgment is going to come, amen. But praise be to God, it shows you, amen, even in the midst of a storm, just like Brother Alice, amen. He didn't get all wild up, amen, even though his family was there, amen. He still remained calm, cool, and collected. And he let the word of the Lord, amen, settle, amen, that evil, demonic spirit down. Because that's what it takes in order to face a situation like that, amen. We can't let them see us sweat, amen. And you see that that was an opportunity and a situation that the enemy wanted to take advantage of my God in the name of Jesus, because I'm calm, cool, and collected, amen, because why, because I'm steadfast in the word of God, I not only read the word, but I do what the word tells me, amen, what the word instructs me, and that's what we call discipline, praise be to God, that's what we call discipline, amen, listening to what the word says and doing what the word requires us to do, amen, so that's how we can stay pure in the word of God, amen, Being. Obedient to the Word of God, amen. The first thing, amen, you got to be committed, amen. You got to be committed in this race, in this run, amen. We're running a race, amen. We're not running no, no sprint. This is a marathon, amen. And when a marathon runner, amen, he don't just go out there and just run 25 miles right off the bat. No, he gradually paced himself. He, he, he watched what he eat, she amen. He watched what he do, amen. He watched uh, the people that he be around. Because he don't want the negative thinking and the negative talking to come across his atmosphere to deter him from getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning. He got to sacrifice, praise be to God, when everybody else is torn down and eating everything. No, he got to pace himself, praise be to God, because he's committed. Amen. He's committed on what he's doing. Some of us, amen, before we get on the phone now, we're already out the door. Thank you, Minister Lane. Already out the door, walking, amen, power walking, praise be to God, getting it in, praise be to God, getting ready to grind, getting ready to get out there to work, amen, because you are committed, amen, on reaching a goal. My God, it's the same thing as with the spiritual, amen, spiritual warfare. We got to be committed in it, amen, loyalty to the cause, amen. The second thing is you got to be devoted. Devoted for everything that deals with God, that contains God, amen? Everything, my God, devoted to the cause. You're committed, you're devoted, amen? The third thing, you got to be long, amen? You can't go like, uh, you know, start running the other way when the fight is forward, amen? We're not running backward. We don't go back. We move forward, praise be to God. We don't allow the enemy to come in, amen? Because the Bible said he comes in like a flood, but God says you got to have a standard. God's standard is the only standard that you can use to resist the enemy. The Bible says surrender to God, submit to God, resist the enemy, and he will flee from you, amen. So you got to be loyalty, amen. You gotta show loyalty in this call, and you gotta be fixed in place. That means you're unmovable. Steadfast. My God. Steadfast, unmovable. Ain't nobody move you, amen. I don't care if a storm comes, amen, you just like them trees. Uh, Lebanon, you get them roots and you wrap them roots right around them big boulders, amen. I don't care if the tree tipped all the way down from the top to the bottom to the edge of the ground. My God, you still remain steadfast and unmovable in the works of the Lord. My God, because God is holding us, thanks to God. He's keeping us in perfect peace, according to the book of Isaiah chapter 26 and 3. If I keep my mind stayed on him, he shall keep me in perfect peace. And that's what we have to face each and every day when we're facing the spiritual warfare because the Bible said that our weapon of warfare is not carnal, but it's mighty through God of pulling down those strongholds. My God, every high thing, amen? Think about it, amen? Think about the testimony of Brother Alex J. this morning, them high things that try to come against them. Come on, think about that, what he had to go through. After he just came through, a uh, 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 horrific, Amen, a uh, horrific accident, Amen. You would think that those who are around witnessed that, Amen, would have seen that and would have did everything they can to try to perform some type of aid, but no, there was some enemies out there, Amen. Just because we doing good, amen, the enemies out there, they're doing bad. They don't like to see us doing good. Remember the word of God that we're like sheep sent out for the slaughter. My God. But it's God that's protecting us, things of God. He is the one that's keeping up, praise be to God. And we got to continue to be steadfast, committed, devoted, loyalty, fixed in place. And the last thing, fifth thing, is determination. You got to be t- determined, amen? Stay determined, my God. Don't give up on this race, as I was saying about the marathon runner. my God. You can't go out there and just start running 25 miles right off the bat. You got to gradually. In cool, amen, as you go, and when you don't see no result, that don't mean that you don't get up the next morning, you got to keep it moving, praise be to God, put a with the on it, keep it moving, my God, because in due time, if you continue gradually, and you're committed, and you're loyal, and you're determined, amen, and you're fixed in faith, ain't nothing move you, no trials of tribulation can come to move you, amen, you'll see at the end of a thing, it's better than the beginning of a thing, just as anyone, amen, that goes to the gym, amen, I pray you don't go in there and just start bending balls and lifting up, up everything in the gym. And, you know, then the next day you're like, oh, my goodness, my chest hurt, my neck hurt, every muscle in my bone hurt. My God, you got to give it some time, thank to God. This is a process that we all have to go through, amen. So as a runner, amen, as a marathon runner or someone who goes out and, and try to win a race, amen. You got to remain steadfast, amen. You got to be committed. You got to be determined, amen. And you got to remain in place. Don't let nothing uh, move you, amen. Don't let nothing try to come against you, praise be to God. Because God said in the book of Romans, chapter 8 and 31, if I be for you, then who in the world can be against you? My God. If God be for who in the world can be against us, say mm-hmm. to God? Who can bring a charge against us to amen? It's because we are calm. And collected, not running around here double mind, because the Bible says double mind man is unfavorable in all his ways, amen. Mm-hmm. We are not worrying about what's going on and what's going on in the world with this pandemic and with all these riots. We are concerned, amen. It's all right to be concerned, but don't be worried because Jesus said, Why worry? Mm-hmm. Word has its own words, amen. Why worry about tomorrow? It mm-hmm. has its own words of its own, amen. So mm-hmm. we're concerned about what's going on. That's why we create creating a prayer culture for God prayer line, Amen, to get this word up, Amen, to encourage to build up the people, Amen. God's people, my my God, build up his people to strengthen them, Amen, to encourage them to continue to build them up. Amen. We got to stay consistent, Amen. And consistency is defined as someone who is consistent always. Amen. You got to be consistent always. My God, the first of the year everybody had what he called his New Year Resolution, there's no way in the Bible it's not even biblical. So that's why we don't use it, praise be to God. But we have, amen, we have vision, praise be to God. Because God said, without a vision, my people would perish, amen. So we write down the vision, we make it plain and clear, amen. Some people write down vision, they say, well, you know, Lord, I want to lose about 25 this year. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be at the gym, amen. Uh, uh, I'm going to get up every morning, my- I'm not going to stop. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to make, make a sword to myself. I'm going to make sure that I'm not going to eat no more fried food, Lord. My God, in the name of Jesus, and as soon as that week is over, you're already at one of the restaurants eating fried food. My God. But you got to be consistent. My God. It is someone who is consistent always, behave in the same manner, has the same attitude towards people or things, or achieve the same level of success in something. That's consistency, amen. You gotta be consistent in this walk, amen. In this walk. We're walking. We're pacing ourselves. Amen. Praise be to God. We're not in no rush. My God. Because God has filled us up with patience, my God, in the name of Jesus. And that's a key word that a lot of people don't like to hear, praise be to God. But I love to hear patience, amen. But I didn't just get it overnight, praise be to God. It took some time, amen. It took some time to be patient with God's people, amen. Because I had to look at it beyond my own naked eye, physical eye. I had to see it in the spirit, my God. And he said, if you call upon me and I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things. Things that you do not know, but I'll reveal those things to you in the spirit. That's the book of Jeremiah, chapter 33 and 3. As you know, I'm giving you the scripture. I'm giving you what does says the Lord. Amen. I'm not coming out of my own words, my own favorite words. No, I'm coming out of sound doctrine. This is the word of God. If you call upon him, that's what he told the prophet to tell the people, tell them to call upon me. My God, stop calling to everybody else. Stop calling the IRS. Stop calling the, the social service. My God, stop calling the president. Stop calling the governor. He said, call upon me and I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things. Things that you do not know, but I will those things to you in the spirit. My God, those who worship the Lord shall worship him in spirit and truth. Amen. So that's why we got to be consistent in the word of God. Amen. I want you to all to turn to Psalm 33 and 11. That's the book of Psalms, chapter 33 and 11. That's the book of Psalms, chapter 33 and 11. Amen. i y'all, amen, by the word of God, that he is consistent, amen, in everything that he does. Praise be to God. In the book of Psalms, chapter 33, start with verse 11. The word of God said, the counsel of the Lord stands forever. My God, that's confirmation right there. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. That means it's unmovable. If God said it, he meant it, and it's done, it's, it's finished, it's complete. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The thoughts and the plans of his heart through all generations. My God, in the name of Jesus, when God promised, amen, the blessings to Abraham, amen. Abraham, thank not to the promise of the Lord, amen. God said his thoughts and his plans of his Will make a, 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 a war to you, and they'll, 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 they'll say, Well, I get you this, I get you that, amen. They'll plead to your mind, God. They'll try to coerce, and they'll try to get you to sign here on the dollar line. But God is not like that, amen. God said, His thought and His plan of His heart through all generations. That means not just stop it on our generation, but our seed see, amen. Our children's children, praise be to God. Why? Because we're being steadfast, unmovable. I see, amen, this group is reproducing after this own time. Our children, children, amen. They're seeing it. The third generation, the fourth generation, the fifth generation, all the way up to the tenth generation and on and on, amen. God never changes, the things of God. My God, in the name of Jesus, he is the same God as today, yesterday, and forevermore. So he's saying here, the counsel of the Lord stands forever. That means that God is always consistent, amen as i was riding down the road on my way home today praise many to god and i began to start marinating on this word amen and god said remember when the sun rises it rises on the east i said lord you're so awesome amen and when it settles settles on the west it always does that amen that's how that's how said that man god is amen when you go outside in the morning amen if you go to the west you're gonna be standing there amen until six o'clock when the sun get ready to go down but if you face the east. You will see that the sun always rise, amen, and the moon is always out, and the stars are always in the heavens, amen, in the sky. That lets you know that God is who he is, amen, and his plans and his vision never change because he is consistent, amen. He's consistent in everything that he does, amen, because he is God. Almighty, my God, in the name of Jesus. Let's go ahead and back that up some more. Let's go to Psalm chapter one hundred. Start with verse twenty-five, the book of Psalms. Amen. The book of Psalms, chapter one hundred. Praise be to God. Amen. And we're going to start with verse twenty-five. That's the book of Psalms, chapter one hundred. Amen. start with. See yeah. here. I'm sorry. Let's go to. I'm sorry. The book of Psalms, chapter one hundred. Correct. So Let's start with verse, let's go to Psalms chapter 72, the book of Psalms chapter 72. The book of Psalms chapter 72, amen, Mm. and we're going to start with verse 17, amen, Being inconsistent. Start with verse 17, he said here in the book of Psalms chapter 72, amen, start with verse 17, may his name endure forever. May his name continue as long as the sun, and let men bless themselves by him. Let all nations call him blessed. Right. God. Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who alone does wonderful things. Blessed be his glorious name forever. Here we go again. And may the whole earth be filled with his glory, amen and amen. My god, may his name endure forever. That means that God is consistent, his name lasts always, amen. He said, I am that I am, I am Jehovah driver, I am your provider, I'm Jehovah's DC, amen. I am El Shaddai, I'm well I'm always going to be with you. I am the wonderful counselor, amen. His name shall be endured forever. That consistency, that steadfast, unmovable, always abiding my God. God had to make a point to himself because he looked the money, he couldn't find no one, my God. Couldn't find no one, amen, to keep the promise. He's keeping the promise every single day that we wake up in the morning. And that was a promise, amen, confirmation to me when God told me when I was riding down the road on my way home today. He said, remember the sun rises in the morning, my God, as soon as that sun rises up, that lets you know that I still love you, my son. I let you know I still love you, my daughter, my sister, my brother. I still love you, my God, I allow you to see another day. I allow you to live and not die, but declare the works of the Lord in the earth, thanks to God, all is So his name is forever. And may his name continue. What continues? That means consistently, continuing. As long as the sun and let men bless themselves by him. Amen. Praise be to God. Let the let the, all the nation call him blessed. Amen. Let all the nation call him blessed. Let's go to Psalm, amen. The book of Psalms 125. I'm sorry, 105. The book of Psalms 105 amen praise be to god the book of psalms 100 verse 5 for the lord is good his mercy and loving kindness are everlasting his faithfulness endures to all generations my god in the name of jesus for the lord is good thanks to god his mercy and loving kindness are everlasting, that means that on, amen, is always going forward, my God, is always prevailing, my God, even to the next generation, and his faithfulness endure to all generations, my God, God is no respectable person, amen, God don't have no favorites, my God, I can't get God to love me more than he loves you, God has agape love, unconditional love, his love lasts forever. Amen. He said, through love and kindness have I grown thee. And he confirmed it right here because the Lord is good, thanks of God. My God, in the name of Jesus. You ought to feel a pain by hearing that. Amen. That comes strictly out of the word of God. Psalm so, chapter, the book of Psalms, chapter 105. Mm-hmm. His mercy and love and kindness are everlasting, and his faithfulness endures. To all generations, so you can have confirmation right there in your heart and your spirit that your seed, seed is being taken care of. Why? Because you're being disciplined. Because you're being committed. You're being devoted. You're being loyalty. Amen. To Jesus Christ, you're fixed in place. Ain't nothing gonna stir you. Ain't nothing gonna shake you. You are determined. Amen. To meet the end. Praise be to God the Bible said there's a point in that every man must die but after that comes the judgment amen we know we have a point in time we don't know when it is amen but we know there is a point in time that we all must die but after that come to judgment amen praise be to god to be absent from the body and to be present with the lord so immediately my god in the name of jesus to be separated from this flesh amen you immediately be in the presence of the lord my god in the name of jesus so that's why we pray that everybody would give their life back over to god amen reconsideration amen come back to jesus amen every product of daughter every product of son will come back to the Lord, Amen. Repent of your sin and come back to Jesus. Amen. According to Second Corinthians, go to the book of Second Corinthians, chapter five and seventeen, amen. The book of Second Corinthians, chapter five and seventeen. Praise be to God. Amen. I'm almost finished here. The book of Second Corinthians, chapter five and seventeen, amen. This is what calls, amen, amen. A believer to stay pure in a contaminated environment. God confirmed it right here. So if anybody got any doubts out there, hear me over this prayer coaching line. Anybody got to get any doubts? If you have not been called by God, amen, I got news for you. Yes, you have, amen, because God loves all of his children. Praise be to God. God didn't want you to be staying out there, you know, dipping and dapping in sin and don't know what to do with it. Praise be to God because the ways of sin is death. But this is confirmation right here that you can always go to, amen, in the book of Second uh, Corinthians chapter five and seventeen, Amen. And this is a scripture. I always minister not only to men of God, but I also minister to women of God and children, Amen. Because I am over some some students and some youth. At the school, amen, and I have to minister, amen, encourage them, praise be to God, and every opportunity I get, I'm giving them the word, praise be to God, because it's just me and them, May my God, in the name of Jesus, let's go here, the second Corinthians, for the second Corinthians, chapter 5 to 17, he says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, amen, I'm reading from the Amplified Version, that is, grafted in, joined to Him, by faith in Him, as Savior, He is a new creation. That I means reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition have passed away. Behold, watch this now. Behold, new things have come because the spiritual awakening brings a new life. My God in the name of Jesus. If y'all didn't understand that, praise be to God. I can read to figure, amen, in the King James Version. It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation, all things are passed away. Your own way of thinking, my God, not being consistent, not being dedicated, not being loyal, not being devoted, not being committed, not being determined, amen? Those are old things are passed away, and the old, amen, All new things are become new. This is a process. This is a process that we're all going through. Amen. It don't matter how long you've been saved. It doesn't matter how much money you don't put inside of that church. Praise be to God. It doesn't matter how many times you don't brought your tithes and gave your offering. It doesn't matter how many lawn, how, many, how much grass you don't cut at the church and clean up all the bathroom and making sure everything is in order. If you have not invited Christ into your life, my God. Those old things are always going to come back because you don't know how to fight them up. But he saying, if you be in Christ, amen, if you be in Christ, what are you doing it for? Are you doing it to get favor? Are you doing it to get a name for yourself? No, you should be doing it, amen, by committing yourself unto the Lord, devoted to the Lord, so that the old things are passed away. That's why I say you got to be unlearned to be learned all over again, amen, because God said, my people are being destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Then in order to learn, Amen, if you wanna stop learning, you might as well be dead anyway. Praise be to God, because you gotta keep learning. You gotta keep understanding, Amen. You gotta seek discipline. You gotta seek correction, my God. And you gotta be committed, Amen, so that the all things, the new things, shall become, Amen, those new things that God is trying to to bring in your life, God is coming in and rearranging. As I said on Tuesday, amen, we're on the potter's mill, amen. Sometimes god got to knock us off, amen, pull some things away, amen, prune us in like a road bus, pull some things out of us, amen. To put us back on there, amen, spin us around and make us new again, praise be to God. God is always doing something new in his children, amen. That's why we got to be consistent, praise be to God. That's why we got to remain pure, amen, as believers in a contaminated Bible, amen, by reading his word and doing what it says, amen. So praise be to God, I'm going to stop right there on tonight, praise be to God, but I will continue tomorrow morning, amen. 6 a.m. in the morning, but I just want to share that with everyone tonight, amen, as I share it on Tuesday night about discipline, amen, what it means to have spiritual discipline, praise be to God, and we're talking about tonight, amen, the same, amen, but we're going into how to remain consistent, amen, how to remain consistent, praise be to God. How often we as believers stay pure in a contaminated environment? Amen. And I would say environment, the area that you operate in, praise be to God, because we're all living in this world. We're all breathing. We're all talking. We all have to engage ourselves with uh, some heathens out there and some unbelievers out there, praise be to God. But I thank God, amen. The word of God said, do not let your good be evil spoken of. My God. I thank God, amen, that Brother Alice turned his other cheek, amen, because his disciple asked him, Lord, how many times I'm supposed to forgive my brothers and sisters? How many times am I supposed to allow them to strike me? How many times, Father God, am I supposed to allow them to talk about me? He said, times, 70 times 70,000, amen. I thank God that Brother Alex didn't sit up there and be counting on his calculator and his fingers, trying to figure out right, we he's reached 59,000 already. I thank God. They turn the other cheek, my God, just like the rest of us. Praise Jesus God. Continue to turn the other cheek, my God. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, my God. In the name of Jesus, you will you will not allow a hot cold to be on your head. Amen. it you be on their head. Because God said, I will make your enemies your footstool, my God. And I will prepare a table for the present of your enemies. Because we are being consistent in the word of God. This is what we do. We love to do it. We love to preach it. We love to talk about it, amen. We love to have Bible study, amen. My greatest ministry that I have is when I got one-on-one, amen. I ain't got to be before it's or 20,000 people. If that happened, I'm all right with that, amen. But my greatest ministry, when I'm ministering one-on-one on on the phone, praise be to God, encouraging my young brothers and sisters, amen, even my elders I'm building them up and encouraging them in the word of God to let them know to be still and know that he is God, amen, he is hell to die, and he will provide a way, amen, when the mm-hmm. end it ends bit for bad, God is already turning around and working out for your good. my God, in the name of Jesus. so I thank God, amen, for your listening pleasure tonight, amen, as we prepare, praise be to God, going to the Lord's prayer, amen, Our will which with God in heaven, power be thy name. Thou kingdom come, thou will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Lord, give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our debt, and we forgive our debt to us. Lord, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For God, is the kingdom and the power and the glory. God, it all belongs to you. We love you. We thank you, Father God, for using Amen. Everyone on this creating a prayer culture for God, Prayer Live podcast tonight, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for all. Of our listeners, Father God, and those who are due diligence, Father God, to stay on the, the, the podcast, praise be to God, and continue to study the Word, continue to read the Word, Father God, and do what it says. So, Lord, we thank you. We have this prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless everyone.
1: But I'm going to record this. A lot of you know this is Pastor Lester Hayes. I'm just making comments. I'm just speaking to a prophetic utterance that I got from the Lord today as I was processing all that's going on in the world right now, primarily in Minnesota, you know where I'm talking about, Minnesota, uh, up in New York, uh, California, there's a lot of rioting going on right now and people are reacting to this most recent uh, police brutality where this man, this cop put his knee on this man and choked him out and he died. Uh, this cop actually murdered the man. Hey, Amen. They can call it whatever they want to, but we all saw it. And as I was sitting there processing it and trying not to be critical and judgmental, I started praying in the Holy Ghost. And I heard the Lord just speak in my spirit. I know the voice of God. Some of you probably know the voice of God, too. And I know what he speaks to me because I was headed in, and I was heading in the same direction as everybody else. And as I sat there and listened that news commentators asked questions about why is this always happening to black men like nobody else is being killed at the end of police brutality. And they began to call different ones on the comment on it and the Al Sharptons and now they got Jesse Jackson, he's probably on right now, they bringing him back to comment on it and just different, uh, to me, the same platform of people that they always call to speak to these issues when they happen. And uh, I actually looked at the TV screen. I told the lady, what difference does it make why black people are already getting killed, always getting killed? It's always that probing question. They always want to go there with that. And all these people come in and start talking about the 400 years of, of slavery and the history of the black people and what we've always gone through. And that's always the same answer or the same response that they keep giving and it just made me sick to my stomach and and as i got sick of hearing that because it's like a video it just goes on and on and on and right in the middle of it they flipped the video up there and they have bought on this district attorney this district attorney this assistant to this this fbi this all these law enforcement people every political every chief police chief out there got them popping up, you know, you know, bringing them in with their comments, and all of them are saying the same thing, all of them calling it the same thing, all of them giving us a rehearsal of the 400 years of brutality and, and all of that, we got that, we know that, and as I'm sitting there fighting back the temptation to judge and to be critical and to say things to the TV and scream at it, you know, I just grabbed a quiet moment and I said, begin to pray in the Holy Ghost, and, uh, I just heard the Lord right in the midst of that. And he said, yeah, they're going to do everything they say they're going to do, which amounts to nothing. I actually heard this in the Holy Ghost. He said they're going to do everything that they can do, which amounts to nothing, because it's going to happen again. And here's what he said to me, and this is what I want to impart to you. He says, if I don't intervene, if God don't intervene, and that's what it comes down to. I heard that in my spirit so loud and so clear. None of them mentioned that today. It's like they leave God out, and that should be the first place where they start. It's always calling on him. They can call this historian. They can call this professor at, a, at an HBU. They can call this uh, civil rights person. They can dig up all these here icons to come and tell us the same thing over and over that we already know and put a band-aid on a, on on a wound that only God can heal and stop the blood flow and if he don't intervene you know he said if I don't intervene if God don't intervene then this is what he said to me if I don't intervene he says Then and only then do we need to be concerned if God don't intervene. If God intervened, there's no need to be concerned. And that's what we need to be seeking after. He told me if he said, if it's good, it won't stay good. If I don't intervene, he said, if it's bad, it can't become good. If I don't intervene, I don't care how many new laws they pass. I don't care how many people they let run around out there while they doing the investigation. Possibility of them going and they could they could skip country. They could go out there and kill some more people, you know. But he said, if I don't intervene, you know, good ain't gonna get uh, better. It's gonna get worse, and bad ain't gonna get good if God don't intervene. I don't care how many new laws, how much legislation you talk about, how many new ideas you toss around. Man is limited in what he can do. Limited. But in this crisis, this is a spiritual problem. It is natural, but it's also spiritual because there is influence here that's influencing people to hate people, blinding them. And God is saying, if I don't intervene, this is not about no flesh and blood. It's about spiritual wickedness in high places. It's about principality. It's about the powers that be. It's about the darkness that exists out there. And he's saying, look, if I do not intervene into this situation, you know, People won't know what to do. They're going to go back to the same well and drink from the same water, which is 400 years of how the black man has been treated, how whoever has been treated. Yes, racism is real. We don't need to be told that over and over every time this happens. What we need to do is stop thinking about what we can do. People are getting killed right now out there marching. It ain't accomplishing nothing. Yeah, it's a show of force. It's a show of your frustration. It's a show of your anger. But look at all the other things that happened when that happened. People looting and carrying on, On got them on film, making us look bad. You know, we're bringing on ourselves. But if God does not intervene, we're going to have more of the same thing. And all these people out there talking about, you know, bringing these voices on, these historians, these college professors Preaching a black, teaching a black message. You ain't doing nothing, man, but causing more hate. And then you say, stop praying and take some action. That ain't action right there. That ain't action right there. It ain't helping nothing. We go there every time, calling all these great civil rights icons, and I ain't got no issue with them. But it ain't solving this problem. We need God to intervene. And some of these people call themselves minister, but they don't never say anything. But y'all need to stop praying and take some action. You need to get out here and march. You need to get out here and do something. People are getting killed. I saw a police SUV run over a man yesterday. And he said, if I don't intervene, man of God, as I'm sitting there looking at it, I saw the video. He said, look at the video. Don't look at anything else. Look at the video. What do you see? And here's what I said. I see a white man, a police officer, putting his knee on a black man's neck and choking him out until he was dead. To me, Lord, that looks like murder. He said, that's all you see? He said, who's behind the influence? Look at those other three standing there not saying nothing. He said, do you see the one behind it? That's behind it. Do you see the influence? I didn't see it because it wasn't physically visible to me. All I saw was the physical act. We can't just get stuck in the physical act and march on it. We got to have a voice that calls it out, Satan, in the name of Jesus. I bind you. Hey, I see you. I bind you. But I didn't see that initially. I saw what everybody else saw. And it bothered me. It frustrated me. It angered me. And I thought all kind of things <coughs> that I would do to that officer if I was close to him. And those other three officers standing there. And then I said, no, man, I would, could, could have lost my life getting caught up in that. That's entrapment. That's what the enemy want us to do. Go there. And there's already been another person dead out there protesting like that. Missing the whole point. Seeing what you see, you have eyes, but you don't see. Hearing what you hear, you have ears, but you don't hear. You don't really see what's going on. If God does not intervene right now in this crisis hour that we're living in, then we will never know what to do. We'll go back to the same things, the same strategies, and the same tactics, and they're just not working to solve this problem. We have got to have God's divine intervention into this situation right now, and I believe that if we wake up that voice and become that voice crying out to him, I believe that we will gotta hear our cry and he will answer us and show us great and mighty things. We cannot let that be lesser and lesser and lesser of what we do. Bringing all these great voices, these great icons, these historians, these civil rights icons who keep telling us, man, to stop praying and take some action. Not doing anything, man, Was stirring up this, this nest of demons, influencing more people, driving more hate. Because that's all we end up getting, more of that. Not the kind of results that only God can bring about, real change. And he said, look, he said, hey, if it's good, it's not going to stay good if he don't intervene. If it's bad, it will not just turn good if he don't intervene. Either way. He said, then and only then do we need to be concerned. You know, no need to worry. You know, no need to worry. He said, but our greatest need is to know. Our greatest need is to know. I'm sitting there looking at it. I saw what you saw. It was wrong. It was murder. It was heinous. It was horrific. Heard all that today. Uncalled for. But nobody's arrested right now. Still got their freedom. And he said, "But do you see what I see? Do you see, man of God? You, you, can you discern what? What do you see? You know." And he said, "Do you see what you know? Do you know that that is spiritual wickedness right there? Do you know that that's evil right there? Do you know? Do you know right there that's hatred? Do you see that? Do you see the influence? Do you see the one behind it?" And he said, "That's the only need my people have right now is that they can know." so they'll see, so they'll know what to do. This problem is bigger than passing new laws and vetting more police officers and, and increasing the force and putting more people out there on the beat and on the street. They're killing people to it, you know. Beating them down, throwing tear gas on them and, and, and talking about they got a right to be out there protesting. No, the, the devil don't care no, nothing about no constitutional right. When are we gonna figure that out? We need some breakthrough miracles here. We need some folks crying out here. We need some weeping women here. We need some wailing people here. We need some warriors here. Only politicians saying the same thing, hiding. We don't need no more, put no more trust in no more lying words coming from the, 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 the president or whoever else they got speaking. They're missing the point because they don't know what we're up against. It ain't just political. It ain't just flesh and blood. He said we got to know. And, and, and that's why the, where the word comes in. We've got to know so we can see and know what to do about what we see. That's why we have this creating a prayer culture. That's why we have this wisdom call on tonight. That's why we're here. If God don't intervene, we won't know what to do. We'll go back to the same stuff we've always done. And he kept telling me, the video, look at the video. Tell me what you see. And he said, man of God, your eyes have to be open so you can discern and see more than what they see. Don't Don't limit yourself to just what they see. Don't buy into just what they say they see. And the video was very revealing. Here's what he said He said, It reveals a level of abuse that's being initiated again and again against my people. He said, But check out, and this is the word he gave me check out, not, not, not how it's been initiated. Not how it started. Don't date back to four hundred years. Don't bring that back up. See, this has been initiated over and over again. It keeps getting initiated. But he said, "What I want you to know is how is it going to culminate? How is this 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 drama going to culminate? How is it going to end?" And he said, "That's where you come in. That's where you all come in. Is focusing on." How is it going to culminate? How is it going to terminate? How is it going to end? And that word culminate just kept speaking to me. Terminate this, God. Culminate this, God. Let this end, God. And that's where I shifted my prayer then. Started talking about what he told me, what he revealed to me in that minute, that moment right there. And that word culminate, I, I looked it up as I came on the line. It means to end or arrive at a final termination. And that's what God wants. But only God can bring about that termination. Only God can bring about that final end to it. We can't skip over that. We can't cry out as politicians for less of that. We know the weapons of our warfare. We know what they are. And so when somebody starts trying to pull you down that that old 400-year history, don't go there. You use your influence, use your platform. You know, tell them really what you see. We're not fighting against flesh and blood here. I know they like to say this black on white and police on them and all of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We understand that that's what we see. But what about what we don't see? We can't be so close to it that we miss it. I was looking at it and I saw what they said. I said, yeah, I see that. That's right. That is this. I was calling to what they called. And the Lord interrupted me and said, if I don't intervene, if God don't intervene, we won't know what to do. We'll do everything that they're doing, the same thing they're doing. And so I want to just give you a couple of scriptures on how this is going to culminate. And that's what I want us to focus on. I know it's a little different, but I got to get this out here because it came to me. Uh, One of them is in the book of Romans chapter 14, verse 11. That's the book of Romans chapter 14, verse 11. He says, for it is written as I live. It's talking about the Lord now, the one who spoke to me today, the one who speaks to you, the one that's in you. Saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to God. That's how it's going to culminate right there. I don't know how God's going to do it. I just know he's going to do it, and that's what I see. If he intervened, that's what I see. If he intervened, that's what I see. As he lives, that's what I see. That's what I want to happen. That's what I pray for. The next scripture he gave me was in the book of Philippians, chapter 2, verse 9 and 11. He says, wherefore God also hath... Highly exalted him talking about Jesus and giving him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God our Father. Every tongue. Nobody's exempt. And why ain't all of these tongues and voices calling on the name of Jesus? We calling L. Sharpton, we calling Jesse Jackson, we calling all these politicians, we calling all these lieutenant governors. Why don't we all together call on the name of Jesus if God don't intervene? Yeah, Why are people so afraid to call on the name of Jesus? And he's saying every he wants everybody to call on the name of Jesus. So he can intervene. And then we're going to see every knee bow and every tongue going to confess. We see little pockets of people over there on that street corner buying down and holding hands. But God said, no, every knee. Every knee. Why ain't some of these, why are black people dying? Why are these black males dying? Because if God don't intervene, yeah, you'll be targeted. You got some other people dying, too. None of it is right. All lives matter to God. You got to get on that level. All lives matter to God, especially black lives, especially the black African-American male. Don't be slanted in your assessment of the situation. Don't be caught off guard by all these rappers and all these athletes getting out there talking about, you know, what we should be doing, dogging us out because we praying. They don't see what we see. They don't know what we know. They can't do what we can do. Don't, don't, don't lose sight of what really was taking place here. And then in the book of Revelation chapter 3 verse 9, this is what he said. Thus said the Lord. This is what he said to me. He said, Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan. That's what God said he's going to do. Which saved They are Jews, they are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before my feet and be, he says, come and worship before my feet (coughs) and to know, there it is, that I have loved thee. See, God going to let them know who he's loved, whose side he's on, who he's for. He called him the synagogue of Satan. Why are we out there listening to somebody talking about there's good people on all sides and people are being murdered and killed? You done stirred up the synagogue of Satan and God got to call them out because we refuse to. The book of Revelation, chapter 15, verse 4, this is what he said. The book of Revelation, chapter 15, verse 4. He says, Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? He asked the question there, For thou only art holy. Not Jesse Jackson, not all these other people. They got issues and problems. They, don't, they ain't even using their voice to talk about God. They use their voice to talk about 400 years of slavery and black history. Let that argument go. We know that now. That's well embedded and, in, and, and engrafted in us. We don't need no more reminders of that. We know what our ancestors went through. Right now, we need some divine intervention and some divine direction. We need some people that know how to cry out to God so that we know God hear us and he'll answer us. If my people that are called by my name. And they got their audacity to say, we're going to ask Reverend so-and-so like they know they see the same thing that everybody else see. A black man with a white police officer's knee on his neck, choking him out. So we have to be the ones that see beyond that. We have to be the ones that discern what's going on there. And look at what the Lord said. For only, he said, only art thou holy. For all, listen to this, for all nations shall come and worship before thee, for thy judgments are made manifest. Thy judgments are made manifest. Yeah, we're seeing some judgments made manifest here. We're seeing some judgments. And what he's saying here is not, he's saying judgment as in, we are being tested, saints of God. We are being tested. The weapons of our warfare are being tested. Our voices are being tested. The things that that we fight with are being tested. And at the same time, the unbelievers, the unrighteous are being tested. But their testing is judgment. And don't think for a minute, you know, I pray today the Lord, that you would deal with the persons who carried that out. Those four of in your righteous indignation, in your just justice, not in mine. Because I don't want to be I don't want to have a racist hatred bone in my body. Yes, it was wrong. And I didn't see no color for a minute there. I saw it, but then I, I didn't see it because God asked me, what did I see? And he says, see the evil of the day. Don't see the person. See the evil behind it. See the evil influence. See the demonic influence. See the devil right now. See the synagogue of Satan right now being released again to initiate abuse on my people. And then also see the one that can terminate it and culminate it and end it. That's me. And if I don't intervene, if I don't intervene, if God don't intervene, then we'll be right here the next time it happens, not knowing what to do. And I'm not saying us particularly, we know what to do. But it's a lot bigger than us. I'm speaking to everybody out there right now. And I'm going to post this. I was going to type it up after I got off the line tonight, but I'm going to go ahead and just go ahead and post it. Just, just put it out there. So when I get finished, I'm going to put it out there. And I want everybody out there that, 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 that play it to listen to it. because this is what God told me today. I went through my personal struggle and battle with that situation as I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at it through the same lens everybody else did, and I wasn't satisfied. I was getting angry like everybody else. I was justifying what everybody else was saying. It was all right. But that's all they knew. And God said, "You know better, you know more than this. If I don't intervene, if God don't intervene." And so I started praying in the spirit and God began to speak to me. And I, when I came on this line tonight, I jotted down all the things that I had heard him speak to me. And I was going to post it after I got off this call, but he, as Pastor Eric was finishing up and y'all were making your comment, I just heard the Lord say, when you finish, record that and put that out there. Put it out there quick. Get it out there quick. Because these riots ain't going anywhere. I'm praying that one person can hear this. They won't go out there, man, and put themselves in arm's way. I'm praying if, if, if one preacher can hear this, and if, if Mr. Jesse Jackson, Mr. Al Sharpton, all those that are getting the opportunity, having the platform to speak to this situation, to speak to this crisis, to speak to this, this humanitarian pandemic, that they'll bring God into the conversation, that they'll say if God don't intervene, We need God's divine intervention. We need his direction in this dark hour. We don't need a rehearsal of our 400 years of of, of black abuse in history. We know that. That's solid. We understand that. But we need God's divine intervention in this hour. Alright then, well I just I just had to share that that was just burning in me and I just had to get it out there, amen uh, eat the meat, throw away the bone you can call it my opinion if you want to but I like to think it came from God amen, how things are going to culminate is up to God how they're going to be terminated is up to God how they're going to end is up to God you know, he says look to end or to arrive at a final outcome or a termination, it's going to be determined by God man has tried to solve it before we need to have a conversation. I'm sick of hearing people say we, we need to have a conversation. Well, if the conversation is going to be about a rehearsal or rehashing of the 400 years of, of abuse to blacks, the great right black race of people, then we don't need to keep having that conversation. You're never going to be able to solve your problem having that conversation. He said if it, if it, if it, it will never be able to stay good even if you have a conversation. Everybody agree without God's divine intervention. If it stays bad the way it is, the way it's been trending, it's never going to get good without God's divine intervention. If you leave it in the hands of man somewhere, man's going to lean to what he thinks is right, just like you're seeing right now. Everybody trying to justify, let us do investigation, let us bring in FBI. God said, the video, the video, the video, the video. It's telling, the video. It's revealing, the video. All right then, well, Thank you all for listening. God bless you. Amen. Father, we just pray right now in the name of Jesus for your divine intervention. We pray for your divine guidance and direction. We pray right now in the name of Jesus that you open everyone's eyes that is attached to this, involved by this, affected by this. Help them to be able to see and look beyond this present uh, world order, this, this present situation that's blinding so many right now through the black lens or the white lens or whatever lens we're trying to look at it through the historical lens of 400 dark years of the, of the of the struggle of the black man and the black uh, human race. But God opened our eyes and caused us to look and see beyond this current situation, this present affliction and, and hardship and difficulty, uh, blinded by, by innocent bloodshed and murder and hate and racism and institutionalized racism stacked on top of racism. And so, Father, we just ask you now to help us to see beyond it. Look beyond it, Lord God, and help us to be discerning, oh God, in the Holy Ghost of what we're really seeing. And to pray and cry out for your divine intervention, Lord God, because if you don't intervene, we won't know what to do. And help us now to discern based on what we know, what we've heard, what we've learned, oh Lord God. Amen. That we're not fighting and wrestling against prince, uh, against uh, flesh and blood, but against principalities against the rulers of the darkness of this age spiritual wickedness in high places and the powers that be that we now put on the whole armor of god that we may be able to protect ourselves as we place ourselves in arms way we pray a hedge of protection around all those that are out there right now in the four states that are protesting putting themselves in arms, way, fighting for, for physical justice when we need to be also fighting for spiritual justice. And so, Father, we give you the praise, we give you the glory, we give you the honor tonight. We thank you right now, God, for your divine innovation. We thank you for this thing culminating and terminating right now. And we thank you, Father God, that it will end. And, Lord God, it will arrive at a final determination as you move in the midst of it. In Jesus' name we pray amen and amen all right then we'll praise the lord
0: amen praise the lord hallelujah amen thank you Thank everyone praise be to god for tuning in this morning amen for creating a prayer culture for god hotline prayer line restoration line praise be to god a place where restoration for the lost begin we thank god amen and everyone amen did not consider it to be robbery, praise be to God, but came on this morning, praise be to God. We are so excited about the things of God, things of God, every morning, every opportunity that we have, amen. We truly thank God, amen, that we're able to come together as one. And when God sees there is unity, amen, he command the blessing right then and there and forevermore. So we thank God, amen, that we can jump on board, praise be to God. We get prepared, amen, to go out to our workplace amen, to fight the good fight of faith, amen, for some of those, amen, who are still our uh, essential workers, praise be to God, who are going out day in and day out, morning shift, night shift, evening shift, slain shift, late shift, amen, we thank God, amen, for your hard work and your dedication, praise be to God, to keep your mind focused on the things of God, amen, being steadfast, unmovable, always abiding in the works of the Lord, because God is doing some awesome thing that is going on in this world, praise be to God. In spite, <clears throat> in spite of the situation that we're all surrounding ourselves with, amen, that seem to surround us, amen, in the physical, amen. But we're standing in the spirit because we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. We're still wrestling against the spiritual wickedness and principalities of the dark and heavenly places. And everybody's turning around, but, amen, they're not turning around and facing Jesus, amen. They're not looking to the hill with coming to help because their help only comes from the Lord, amen. He is our Lord, amen. He is our helper, mm-hmm. praise be God. And there ain't nothing that man can do in this world, amen, to defeat, amen, this spiritual wickedness that is going on because some of the men are involved in it, my God, in the name of Jesus. So I thank God, amen, that we have this platform. Praise be to God. I was just basking in God's glory yesterday. Praise be to God. Because we have this creating a prayer culture for God, prayer line, podcast, an opportunity, an asset, amen, that we have to get our voices out there to God's people, amen, because there are people who are listening, they're tuning in, amen. I looked at the analytics last night. Praise be to God. And for the state of Minnesota, amen, we have 60 That is coming out of St. Paul and 50% that's coming out of Minneapolis. So that lets you know, amen, that there are people of God that even up there in Minnesota, even though all this is going on, there are people that are listening to the Creating a Prayer Culture for God podcast, prayer line, amen. And we're not being there physical, raising up our fist, but we're sending the word of God out. And they are listening. They are tuning in. We have listeners there, praise be to God want to hear what that said the Lord they ain't trying to mm-hmm. hear about what's going on everywhere they want to know what God got to say about this situation amen so I thank God that's what I was basking on yesterday that's what I was giving God to glory it. Yesterday, amen, during the teaching, praise be to God. Because I thank God, amen, in spite of everything that is going on physical in the spirit, God is winning this wicked warfare, amen, that we're we'll fighting, praise be to God. Just as serve, amen, because every man got to stand at the judgment seat of God to give accountability of everything that they're doing here on this earth. So I thank God, amen, just letting you all know a heads up, amen, giving you some heads up and some information. That yes, we have listeners a hundred percent in Minneapolis because there are people that is hearing the creating a prayer culture for God and not only just in Minnesota, all over Illinois, we got people in Georgia, Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina, New York, California, Idaho, Montana, my God, Texas, Utah, Nevada, Amen. We got people all over this nation that is listening to this talk uh, amen, this platform, because they need a word from the Lord, Amen. They don't want to hear about what's going on and all this other stuff. All they gotta do is turn on the TV and look at that, but they want to hear what does say the Lord. I want to know what God got to say about the situation. Amen. So that's why we keep this live here, consecrated, separated, and set apart, Amen, for God's ministry. This is God's platform. This is God's voice that is going out, amen. And he's calling out all prophets and prophets and leaders. In ministry, amen. What does say it the Lord? My God. As he said in Jeremiah chapter 33 and 3, he says, If you call upon me, I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things, things that you do not know. As we call out the name of Jesus every morning, amen, every opportunity, we call out the name of Jesus, amen. We don't wait for a situation to happen. We don't wait for a circumstance to happen. We call out the name of Jesus. So I thank God, amen, that we're ready. Praise be to God. We got our whole, whole arm of God on. We got our heaven of salvation. We got our breath of righteousness. We got a chill of faith. We got our belt of truth buckled around our waist. Amen. We got our feet fitted with the gospel teeth. We are ready. We're sore up. Amen. With the word of God sharpened. Amen. Like a double-edged sword piercing down to the bone marrow. We're ready to declare the word of God in the atmosphere to change the situation, the circumstance. So we thank God. Amen. We got our garment of praise on. Come on, face of God. You got the garment of righteousness on. Don't forget about that, amen. It comes out of the book of Isaiah chapter 61 and 3. Where is your garment of praise, my God? Where is your garment of righteousness? Where is your garment of salvation, amen? Remember God, amen. Remember God in all that he has done. He has never changed, my God, in the name of Jesus. He's the same God as yesterday, today, and forevermore. He always will be. God, my God God, is not like man that he shall lie, nor the son of man that he shall repent on what he said. If God said it, that's enough to know he's already done. So he's already prepared us, amen, for a situation, for a circumstance that we have to face, amen, because he said that I know the plans that I have for you. Plans of peace, my God. Stop blaming God for everything that's going on in this world, nation, United States, all over the world. Stop blaming God for everything that's bad that's happened, my God. But he said, I know the plans that I have for you. Plans of peace and not evil. Plans for you and I to have an expectation with a hope and a future. Faith of God, we've got to bring everything back to remember. Amen. Everything that God has declared and said on my life, my God. According to Jeremiah, my God, chapter 1. Verses twelve, he said, "Put me in remembrance of my word, prophet Put me in remembrance of my word, poppin'. Amen. Don't get so discouraged, amen. Because mm. you see things mm. that is happening, my God. God is making like spiritual warfare, my God. In the name of Jesus. So God, we thank you, God, for thank giving us Lord. this opportunity once again to dwell in your presence, God. As we enter your gate, with Thanksgiving, God, my God, we got Thanksgiving on our lips, we got Thanksgiving on our tongue. Everybody hit the button. because there was a lot of people that were going around thinking that they can do this and do that, amen, to raise their hand, my God, to raise their fist, praise be to God, to go out and try to hurt somebody, to harm someone, amen, all for the glory of God. No, that is not God, amen. This is not a fleshly warfare. He said this is a spiritual warfare. i to... I look to rejoicing in the Lord is just the fact that we have the word of God. You know, we can rejoice in him. How do we rejoice in him? Through the word of God. And we always going to rejoice in him. Always, and again, I say rejoice. I'm excited in Jesus. You know, I'm excited in him. I have to stay excited in him. Amen. When you're excited in him, when you rejoice in him, they ignited in him, praise God, and it causes others to be ignited in Christ Jesus. And as I was saying, it was the Book of Jeremiah, the 29th chapter, the eleventh verse, where it says, "For I know the plan that I have for you." Mm-hmm. Amen. The Lord knows the plan that He has for all of us. Praise God. He knows the plan, and He He, he reveals His plan to us through His Word. That's why we have to always teach the Scriptures. Amen. We We might not be out there where people can see us, but I tell you what, they can surely hear us. Amen? Praise God. When it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, pray through the Word of God. Praise God. The Word of God is what's most important. It's more important that you hear the Word. Amen? And upon hearing the Word, you begin to do the Word. Praise God. Even if you never get to see us or, or, or meet us in person... Praise God, at least you're going to get the word of God from us. And that's more important that you have the word of God to go back and stand on, amen, and to build a case upon, come on, and to live through, praise God, the word of God, is, as we continue to seek after God and his righteousness, praise God. Um, but the book of Matthew, the fifth chapter, starting at the ninth verse, praise God, it says this, this, this. Blessed, praise God, are the peacemakers. Oh, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Just think about that what the word says. Because remember, we stand on what the word says. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Hallelujah. For they shall be called the children of God. Amen. That is why we have to continue to share the gospel. We have to continue to invite these people to Jesus. Amen. That's being a peacemaker. We are recognized. I love it. And this is what the scriptures say. For they shall be called the children of God. See, that's why we want when people hear us, when people see us, we want them to see the light of Jesus just flowing out of us. Praise God. We want when they hear us, we want them to hear what thus saith the Lord. Praise God. The best way to calm any situation, any circumstance is through the word of God. Pray the scripture. That's how you defeat the enemy. Just the scriptures, sing them if you have to, amen. But that is how you defeat any situation is the word of God. And it's so amazing that was about two, maybe three weeks ago that I had to share that scripture because God always takes us back to the point of where remember you're in this world but you're not of it amen your job now that I've saved you and, and filled you with my precious holy ghost now that I've done all these things praise God you are to represent me you are to share my gospel because we have no gospel amen it's the, the gospel of Jesus Christ that we're sharing, praise God, that we're putting out there. And it's so awesome that we get the opportunity to go back and listen to the word over and over again. We can just continuously keep it playing. I'm praying and believing God that one day it'll it'll play on a radio station, praise God. Uh, and, 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 and however it can get out there, Lord, because it's the word of God that's going out. I want everybody to hear the scriptures. I want everybody to know who Jesus is. I don't, I thank God that we're not just sitting around here trying to protect ourselves and just sitting here saying that, you know, we're good, you know, we we haven't made it to heaven yet, you know, we're, we're not with Jesus yet, praise God, but we're on our way. And and we're, we're recruiting and invited as many people as to come and live for Jesus. Share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Pray, pray, pray that more people hearts will be turned to Jesus for those who have turned away and for those who have nowhere to turn. We pray that they turn to Jesus. And that's why the Lord say it's so important that you get my word out there. It's so important that you pray. pray without ceasing. These days, pray. He, he didn't tell us to ever stop. Praying. He said, you pray without peace No way. Also in Matthew about being the light, praise God. The light on the hilltop. Amen. The salt of the earth, praise God. We can't lose our flavor, Amen. The Word of God continues to make us even the more salty. See now we're understanding why God has been doing what He's been doing. He, God has been working behind the scenes all along, and He's not gonna stop working, Amen. That's why we're working this Word, praise God. You work the Word, and the Word gonna work itself, praise God. The lives are being changed, y'all lives are still being changed people are still coming back to jesus come on regardless of of, of what the world may be doing we're going to be doing what jesus was doing all along amen there were things that were going on in the word of god but they still kept their father's business number one amen they still shared the gospel of jesus christ you know in whatever condition they may have faith. It did not stop them from getting the gospel of Jesus Christ out. Mm-hmm. Some to the point of where they lost their lives in the process of spreading the gospel. See, every day we are preparing to meet Jesus. See, when we get up and we seek in first, we are preparing to meet him. Every time we come together, it's because we are preparing to meet with Jesus. Amen. That That's our, that's our main purpose. That's our main goal, so that if, should anything happen, when we leave this line, we know that we had our time with the Lord, and it's to prepare us. Every day, as, as believers, as Christians, we're preparing to meet Jesus. That's our main goal, and we're preparing others to meet Jesus. We're basically like a prep team, amen? Hallelujah. Uh, the book of Hebrews, the 12th chapter and the 14th verse says this, mm-hmm. follow peace with mm-hmm. all men in holiness. And it goes on to say, without which no man shall see the Lord. See, this is why it's so important. Peacemakers. Your peacemakers out there, amen. Men and women of God, come on, who are, are on the line, that are listening in for all of us. All, all of us servants here. On the line, praise God. It says in Hebrews 12, the 12th chapter, the book of Hebrews, the 12th chapter, the 14th verse. Follow peace with all men and holiness. Because without, no man shall see the Lord. Praise God. This is why we teach the way we do. This is why we preach the way we preach. Amen. You're the best called up. He's given us His voice, Amen. Yes, That's why we we speak His word, Amen. We can't even stray away from it. We can't pull away from it. We, we we're not trying. We don't want to, Amen. No. Um, I know on the uh, two days ago, uh, I kept hearing the scripture Second Corinthians, Second Chronicles. I'm sorry, the book of Second Chronicles, the seventh chapter, the 14th verse. I kept hearing that scripture over and over. When the Lord was speaking on if, if my people who are called by my name, praise oh my. God, which the call goes oh out to us. And I, I just I kept hearing it over and over and over again. As Pastor Eric shared the word on yesterday, that was a scripture, second Corinth, Second, I'm sorry, the book of Second Chronicles, the seventh chapter, the 14th verse. I kept hearing that scripture, and you know we hear it over and over Over again, we hear it so many times, but I'm telling you, each time, the Word of God just begins, you get such a greater revelation of the Word, that's why it's so important that you go over it, not just every now and then, but continuously, because it'll come back around, and it will begin to speak to you so profoundly, and you'll see something in the Word of God, that you may not have seen there the first time or the second time or the third time. But as you grow in Christ Jesus, you begin to really understand what he was speaking and what he's speaking to us through the word of God. This is why we can't stray away from this. This is why every time you hear something come out of our mouth, it's the word of God. That's what's changing the nation. That's what changed people. That's what changed lives. That's what changed our lives and it's yet continuously changing our lives. But the book of Second Chronicles, um, the seventh chapter, the 14 verses of my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, shall humble themselves and pray and speak my faith, praise God. Well, guess what's happening? God's people, amen. We were getting on the line this morning, he began to share with us some testimonies of just some different men and women of God who have been replying. And he said a lot of them are starting to to, to pray and share the scriptures. It's that scriptures that we've been sharing all along. Now they're starting to to share these scriptures because they're starting to see it. Why? Because remember, we've not just been praying for people, but we've been praying for leaders all over the world. We've been praying for pastors and and bishops and apostles. We've been praying for ministers. We've not just been taking it upon ourselves to just pray for certain ones. We've been praying for everybody. We've been praying for them. To come back to Jesus, to get back to the basic teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. See, these are things that we've been praying about because the Lord has instructed us to pray for these things. See, this is what peacemakers do, amen? And it says, and turn from their wicked ways. Because mm-hmm. see, as they begin to turn from their wicked ways, as we turn from our wicked ways, praise God. See, we were humbling ourselves and praying. This was the instruction in the Word. This is what the Word of God has instructed. It says, and it says then will I hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, and I will hear their, heal their land. And so, because we've been praying, praise God. We've humbled ourselves, and we've turned from our wicked ways, and we've been seeking God's faith. Come on. And, and we've been praying. Because we want to hear from heaven. We want that land to be healed. Amen. Mm -hmm. And because of that, it has caused others to begin to do the same. I'm talking about people of God, Christians, believers. Amen. And what is taking place is that God is healing the land. The land is being healed, praise God. Because we're seeing up front, foremost, the things that we got to continue to keep praying about and things that we've been praying about, amen. Now we're seeing, wow, all alone, God had already prepared us for this. That's what I love about Jesus. He always prepares you for everything. He goes before us. That's why we seek him every day, so that he does, amen, so that he goes before us and then he adds all the things unto us that we need, amen. And I just think the creating of prayer culture for God helps us and just imagine it's helping others as well praise God that's why we keep it here that's why we're not going to stop remember we're not going to stop we're not going to stop preaching the gospel we're not going to stop rejoicing in the Lord I'm sitting here this morning I got a smile on my face because I know that Jesus is in charge and in control of everything and he's looking for us Mm -hmm. to be his voices out here to pray for the people to share the gospel, Pastor Eric said yesterday morning. People all over the world are listening in. And one thing about it: when somebody hears something and it's good, they will share it with others. Amen. And the gospel will be shared with others when it frees up somebody else. See, when people get freed from something, they don't mind sharing with others what frees them. Amen. That's that's what the gospel of Jesus Christ does. That's what it is. We had some awesome ministers on last Sunday. That ministered the, yes, the gospel of Jesus Christ, yes. Christ to us, and they began to share, praise God, um, their testimonies. But mm. in sharing their testimonies, they went straight to the scriptures straight to talk to you about what the Word of God did for their life. Yes. They said it was it was no human being that was able to save them or to heal them, but it was Jesus. It was Jesus. Amen. And, yes, and they God. talked about the consistency. And, and, and having faith in Jesus, amen. Mm. They talked about consistency in faith, amen, in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, amen. They talked about that he was the one that mm. freed them. He was the one mm. that changed them, amen, and is that changing mm. them. And they shared that with the world, amen. Guess what? It got put out there for the nation, and there were some people out there, that needed to hear that because Mm -hmm. that was freedom for them. That freed them up. Amen. They thought that it was Jesus that did it. It came to a time in their life when now they can truly stand before people and say, look, Jesus is the way. He is the healer. Praise God. I I know one of the ministers said, I am that miracle. Praise God. Mm -hmm. So it lets us know that as long as we continue to put Here preaching it in season and out of season. The scriptures tell us, preach the word. It didn't say preach preach anything else. Come on. It didn't say preach the history back in place. It preach the word. Amen. In season and out of season. Praise God. Every season is for the word. Amen. We thank God that we don't have an in season and an out of season. Praise God. The word of God has to be preached every day continuously reconciliation we will not stop amen we will not stop we can't stop amen Mm -hmm. guess what we've come so far now the holy spirit will not allow us to stop and i'm so thankful and so grateful for that thank god this sunday morning that we all have this saturday morning that we have all come and we could unite, praise the Lord, and we could begin to share your word. Father, we thank you for all the word that you have given us, that you have instilled in us. Lord, we just thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you for waking us up every morning and allowing us all to come together and to just begin to share your word. Father, we thank you that you instruct us in your word, that we must preach your word in season and out of season. Father, the word is always needed. It's always relevant, and it's always right on time. Father, we just thank you, even as we continue to come together, rejoicing in you, God. Rejoicing in you always, Lord. We just thank you this morning. That as we got up this morning, God, with, with one intention, and that was to make your name great, to make sure that we continue to keep putting your word out here for the world, for the nation. God, we thank you for all the people that are listening in, God, and their lives are being changed all because they're hearing the word of God coming forth. And Lord, we just thank you for all the men and women of God who are beginning to stand up and take the stand and begin to teach the basics to get back to the principles of godly living and teaching and preaching. And, Lord, we thank you, God, that we're continuing to pray without ceasing, that we're not going to stop praying for this great nation, for this great country. Mm. God, I just thank you for laying down your life for us so that we would have life and for restoring us back to you. And I thank you, Lord, that this world is going to be restored back to you, Jesus, and it's being restored back. All because of the voices that have taken a stand to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Father, thank you for in us your word. Thank you for pouring your spirit out on us all. Even this morning, God, as we're sitting here on a Saturday morning, God, May the 30th, of 2020, we're sitting here on a line, God, praising your name, Jesus. For you are great and you're greatly to be praised. God, we're so thankful, to you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Lord, that we have a place that we can come to, even though we're not in those physical buildings. God, we thank you that we're still in your presence, Lord, right here, wherever you are located at in the world right now. Whether you inside your home or your car driving or to work, whether you're already on your job or whether you're sitting at your kitchen table or. If you're sitting in a room, upstairs, or wherever you may be, or even if you're laying down in your bed listening to the word, Father, we just thank you this morning that we're able to continuously, every day, come together and gather in your name, Jesus. We are so thankful for the platform that you have given us because we know that this is your platform, God, because so many lives are being changed, so many lives, but Lord, God, People have a place that they can come to. They don't have to yes. drive there. Yes. They can just come to commune and here from you, Jesus. And we thank you that this word is being built up in us all. And, Lord, as we continue to share, as we continue to preach your word, thank you, Jesus. We appreciate you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We're so thankful to you. We love you so much. And we love your people, God, because you love all We thank you that you have given us a heart to pray for the nation. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We will not stop praying. We will not stop teaching, And we will not stop coming together. Because, God, you have given us a place. And as we continue to be the peacemakers Mm -hmm. that you have called us to be, Reconciling, oh, back to you. We thank you for this time. We thank you for this day and for this opportunity. Father, continue to keep us humble before you, Lord, as we continue to serve you. And we continue to follow after you. God, we thank you, Lord, for the truth. For the word says you shall know the truth. And it shall make you free. And so, Father, as your word continues to free us all, and we look forward to all the others that will come in, God, will be freed up by your word. We love you. We praise you. And we appreciate you so much. And we appreciate Mm -hmm. your peace. For it's in your name we pray this morning, Jesus. Amen. God bless.